it's officially back to school week for our area. And I can honestly say that we made the most out of the summer. Did we do everything we set out to do? No, but we also did a lot of things we didn't plan on doing. And we made some amazing memories. So I can honestly close this chapter on a summer feeling fully content. I also want to send some extra love and hugs out to those mamas who recently sent their babies off to college. It's just such a hard season of life when you have to let them go and let them spread those wings. I see the Facebook posts and I just get really emotional. I feel the pain of those mamas, the bittersweetness of seeing your baby moving on to bigger and hopefully better things, but also the sadness of not having them under your roof anymore. I really don't know how I'm going to handle it. And I know it's just three years away, but it's also a big part of the reason I was adamant about doing as much as we could as a family this summer, because I know that clock is ticking. So hugs to all of those mamas. You did an amazing job raising your babies and they are off to do amazing things. So today is episode number 20, another milestone for mom wife career life. I honestly, I can't put into words how much I love doing this podcast how much it lights me up, how much I love connecting with all of you, whether it's through DMs in our new Facebook community or those of you that I've had the pleasure of coaching with so far. I feel so blessed. If you're new to the Mom Wife Career Life podcast, you can check out my website, momwifecareerlife.com to learn all the different ways we can connect and the different coaching options I offer. I've extended my back-to-school deep discount through the end of September. So if your heart is telling you you can use help with getting your life in order and your schedule together, hit me up. Today's episode is also a part two. So if you haven't listened to episode 19 yet, hit that pause button and go listen because today we're continuing with my tips on how to get a good night's sleep. Are you feeling overwhelmed trying to juggle all the many hats you wear as a working mom? Do you want more quality time with your family without distraction of work, with time alone to take care of yourself and your needs? Welcome to Mom Wife Career Life. I'm Carrie, a wife, mom of three, and a recovering perfectionist. In this podcast, I will teach you how to create balance in your life by implementing healthy habits, organizing your home and your schedule, being intentional with your time and in your relationships, and most importantly, how to start putting your needs first because no one can pour from an empty cup. Grab that second cup of coffee, or if you're anything like me, your third, it's time to dive into today's episode of Mom Wife Career Life. It's officially September. Summer break is over. We're moving into fall. That means less daylight, cooler temps, change in schedules, changes in routines. And through all that change, it's important to get that good night's sleep. Today, we are picking up where we left off last week with my tips on how to get a better night's sleep so you'll wake up feeling rejuvenated energized, and ready to tackle whatever tomorrow may bring your way. Last week, we covered tips one through seven, so today we're picking up with number eight. Number eight, get the kids out of your bed. If you still have little ones that are getting up during the night, then that makes it really hard to get a good night's sleep. Just remind yourself that this is just a season, and waking up in the middle of the night will not be forever. And as much as you might love the cuddles in the middle of the night, you really will sleep so much better if you have room in your bed to turn and to stretch. I know I've shared before what I did to get my kids out of the bed. I put sleeping bags around the bed, and if my kids wanted to sleep in our room, they slept on the floor. The floor might get a little crammed, but I'd rather my floor get crammed than my bed. Number nine, minimize light. Try to minimize any exposure you have to light. 
in the middle of the night. If your room is bright in the morning or you have a street light outside your bedroom window like we do, get yourself some good blackout curtains or even an eye mask. If your kids wake up in the middle of the night, keep those lights off when you walk them back to bed or just do my sleeping bag trick and you don't even have to move. If you still have an infant and you have to do feedings in the middle of the night, try not to turn the light on. You can use the light on your phone or they sell these nice dimmable baby lights now that you can use. The more light you expose yourself to, the more your body is going to wake up. Same with the baby. So try to keep those lights off. When mine were infants, I had the bassinet right next to my bed and it had a basket shelf underneath and I would keep the changing pad, diapers, wipes, their bottle. And when they would wake up in the middle of the night, I never got out of bed. I just sat up, used the light from my phone to change them on the bed, fed them, and put them right back down. And if you're breastfeeding, you don't even have to worry about the bottle part. If your baby is in a separate room, of course, you still need to get out of bed, but keep the light to a minimum. That also helps train the baby to know the difference of when it's nighttime and when it's daytime. The less stimulation you give the baby in the middle of the night, better. And the same goes for you. The light will wake you up and it's going to make it harder for you to fall back to sleep. Number 10, cover the clock. If you wake up in the middle of the night, try not to look at the clock. Don't look at your phone. Don't look at the cable box. This is a mindset perspective trick. If you look at the clock and you see that it's 3.30 or 4 a.m., it's close to whenever your alarm is going to go off, it's a lot harder to fall back to sleep than if you looked at the clock and saw 12.30, 1 a.m., when the time is close to your normal wake-up time, you're just thinking about how soon you have to wake up again or how much sleep you're losing. If it's closer to the time you went to bed, you feel like you still have so much more time to sleep. So if you're not checking the clock, you don't know what time it is, you have a better chance of falling back to sleep. Number 11, journal it. Get everything out of your head and on paper. If you find that you're having a hard time falling asleep because you have too many thoughts in your head, write them down. If you have any sort of anxiety or worry or anything that keeps you up at night, journaling can help get your thoughts clear and might actually give you the answers you're looking for. If you don't like to journal, you can just write down bullet points. You can leave a little notebook in your bedside and maybe there's a bunch of things you thought about that didn't make it to your to-do list. Write them down and get them out of your head. I think I've mentioned this before, but it's worth sharing again. We have a rule in our house. Everyone, us, and each kid has a bedside table with a drawer, and that drawer is your private space, and you can't go in anyone's bedside table drawer without asking permission. This is for everyone. I will not go in my kid's drawer without asking them, and I hope that they would do the same for me. It's where they keep their journals and anything else they don't want anyone touching. My mom had a rule when I was younger that my diary was just for me, and I kind of expanded it to the entire drawer. It made my diary feel like a safe space and outlet for anything that was on my mind that I didn't want to share with anyone. And I want my kids to have that same feeling. To this day, I don't think my mom or anyone other than my brother ever read my diary. And the only reason I know that he read mine was because I read his and he wrote about reading in mine. So I'm not sure if I ever told him that. I think I was like 12. So sorry if you're listening. But technically, you did read mine first. So that kind of negates it. My kids also know that if I ever thought they were up to something questionable or I was worried that there might be something going on where they could be in harm, I would do what I needed to do as their parent. But thank God we haven't had to deal with anything like that. Number 12, meditate or pray. Hopefully you believe that there is something in this world larger than you, whether it's God, some people say the universe, whatever your beliefs are. 
if there is something you are struggling with or have anxiety over, after you journal about it, spend a little time as you are lying there trying to fall asleep, asking for help or guidance to work through whatever you are going through. I tell my kids the saying all the time, give it to God. If they have worries or are struggling with anything, school, friends, sports, whatever is laying heavy on their mind that they don't feel comfortable talking to me with, which I hope that they would, but their kids, I tell them, give it to God before they go to bed. I have faith and trust that in my case, God will get me through it because we always get through it. If you are listening right now, then you have gone through something in your life that you have gotten through. If you talked to me the Friday before we went on vacation, I didn't know how I was going to get done everything that I needed to get done before leaving for vacation. And I was literally in tears, but I got through it. We always get through it. And we usually come out better off on the other side. And whether you meditate or pray, you should always end with saying or thinking about all the things you were thankful for. To quote Bing Crosby from my favorite movie, White Christmas, when I worry and I can't sleep, I count my blessings instead of sheep. You can fall asleep counting your blessings. Number 13, exercise. Get your body moving. At this point in your life, you've heard about all the benefits of exercise, so I'm not going to get into all of them, but I will touch on how it helps you sleep. It is a great outlet for your stress. Whether you go on walks like me, go for a run, an exercise class, yoga, whatever you like to do, or if you hate exercising, do whatever you hate the least, but 30 minutes a day of movement can go a long way for your sleep. Number 14, make your bed comfortable. Invest in the right size bed, the right bedding, and the right pillows. You spend on average one third of your day in your bed. It is worth the investment. I'm so happy I learned this lesson early in my life. When I got my first paycheck from my first real job out of college, the first thing I bought in my adult life was a new mattress. It was so nice. It was also the mattress Russ and I used when we first moved in together. Once we had kids and had the room, we really should have upgraded to a king-size bed, but we didn't do that until a few years ago. So if you have the space, don't wait. Invest in a king-size bed. And pillows, I'm still on the hunt for the perfect pillow, but ever since being pregnant and having those pregnancy pillows that wrap around your shoulder and then through your legs, I've slept with a pillow between my knees when I'm on my side or under my knees when I'm on my back. If you've never tried it, try it. When we're sleeping out and I don't have that extra pillow to put between my knees, it's a totally different night's sleep and not a good one. Also, pillows do have a shelf life. You should be replacing your pillows every one to two years, but if your pillow is starting to get lumpy and you're not ready to replace them, a little hack, try throwing them in the dryer. It helps fluff them up. And a bonus tip, number 15, regulate the temperature. Although Ross will completely disagree with me, the recommended temperature for a best night's sleep is between 60 degrees Fahrenheit and around 68 degrees. Russ likes it around 72, but I love being a little cold and then snuggling into my blanket. So the colder, the better. Well, those are my 15 tips. If you didn't hear the first seven, go back and listen to episode 19. But to recap on today's tips, number eight, get the kids out of your bed. Don't let the kids take over your bed. Use my trick and put them on the floor. Number nine. Minimize the light. Use blackout curtains or an eye mask. The darker the space, the deeper the sleep. Number 10, cover the clock. No good can come out of looking at the time in the middle of the night. Save yourself the added anxiety and cover that clock. Number 11, journal. 
Get everything out of your head and onto paper. Leave a notebook and pen in your bedside table for easy access. Number 12, meditate or pray. Ask for help for whatever worries you have on your mind. Give it to God and fall asleep counting your blessings. Number 13, exercise. Get that body moving. 30 minutes of movement a day can make a huge difference. Number 14, make your bed comfy. Invest in a good mattress, some nice bedding, and especially those pillows. And throw them in the dryer if they need a little fluffing. Bonus tip 15, regulate the temperature. A little cold is good for you, and who doesn't love snuggling under a blanket? I hope you found part two helpful. I'd love to hear which tip you are going to try this week. Head on over to our free Facebook community and tell me all about it. The link to our group is in our show notes, or you can just go to Facebook and search up Mom Wife Career Life and click join. Can't wait to see you over there. Sending you so much love and light until next time on Mom Wife Career Life with Perry Pat. Before you go, if you found this podcast helpful, I would be forever grateful if you could take a minute go over to iTunes and leave me a review. If you have other stressed out mamas in your life that you feel this podcast could help, take a screenshot of this episode, post it on Instagram and tag me and let them know that they are not alone and they can create balance in their life too. If there's a topic you would like me to cover or you just want to connect, DM me on Instagram at mom.wife.career.life.